We've been pretty lucky. Yeah, the other phone's recording. And that's just sort of cedar, man. This is not cedar. I don't know what the fuck this is. You know. This is a phone number. Yeah, fuck it, I quit. Yeah, I think I just got a text. Well, yeah, now I heard your phone going, hee Vibrating thing. Okay, the next story was worth the risk. Triple and quadruple vaccinated people have no antibodies. Okay, now let's go into that. Like don't get them to get you keep giving don't get them to get you to keep taking booster shots. God damn it, this is getting ridiculous. But damn the media sure pushing this shit. In the news is like that's first like 10, 15 minutes of the news last night was, was all propaganda. It was longer than that. I think it was Channel 4. Oh, oh you're talking about the TV. Yeah. Was their top story show, I guess. With COVID booster shots being rolled out across America, many people are wondering why their first two doses of the vaccine weren't sufficient. According to mainstream media, vaccine protection is waning more significantly over time than experts expected. They're just trying to get everybody to keep getting shots and keep getting shots until everything's screwed up. In July, Pfizer injection was shown to be only 39% effective against COVID. And by September, the Johnson and Johnson was down to just thirty-one, well, thirteen percent. Instead of admitting jabs don't protect people as long as advertised, the establishment is moving the goalpost in preparing citizens for never-ending COVID shots. Yeah. 
why I'm not getting the shot because I know this is what it's leading to. And they're just so full of shit trying to tell me, oh, just go ahead and take it. Believe our lies. You know, fuck you. No. You're trying to get me to constantly have to take shots over and over again and fuck this shit. I'm not going to take the first one. Let alone however many thousand booster shots you want me to take. Fuck you. You're not going to fucking have me be your regular customer on a regular basis. So you can make money, you know, so the pharmaceuticals can make money off the government. Fuck that shit. Chaos, a rebel with a cause. Rebel with too many causes, shit. Booster shots in America are currently only approved for those over 65 years old. Adults at high risk, adults with underlying medical conditions, or anyone who got the Johnson and Johnson dose. Damn, they really don't like the Johnson and Johnson. God damn. Like the one that was the safest is the one they're like giving people the most shit over. Well, that means that it's been approved for booster shots. No, they're saying they're giving booster shots to anybody who took the Johnson and Johnson because to them that's not good enough. You know? <laughs> like if you took the safer thing, then that's not good. Then you need to get a booster shot. And that's bullshit. Yeah, I guess that's true. Damn, I need to get another toothbrush. Fuck. Somebody broke my goddamn electric toothbrush. That's yeah, something else I did today. Okay, The establishment maintains those with compromised immune systems need the protection provided by the experimental shots more than the average person, but will they need booster shots more frequently?
what else does it say? According to CNN, to a CNN report published Tuesday, some immunocompromised individuals are failing to produce any COVID antibodies whatsoever, despite taking three or even four booster shots. So that means that the vaccine's not working for them at all. Probably, but then that's one report that's saying that. Hey, CNN's a big newspaper. They are, but it's got to come from more sources to uh, be more accepted. So it's got to be a peer-reviewed article? Well, not an article, because you can't, you know, review an article. I don't know. There's just got to be more information than just one thing that CNN is saying. The story focuses on a 34-year-old man called Andrew Linder, who received a life-saving kidney transplant from his wife, Emily, in September 2019. Linder says he took three doses of the Pfizer vaccine and an additional booster, yet has no antibodies. I had no antibodies whatsoever. That was shocking and scary and sucky for sure. Linder told CNN, I almost feel just as unsafe, or if not, potentially a little bit more unsafe now than at the beginning of the pandemic, just for the fact that I could get it at this point in time. Moses used to call me that blender man. For blind man, I guess. I don't know. Well, we got another one. Meanwhile, star actor Matthew McConaughey revealed in an interview with the New York Times on Tuesday that his 90-year-old immunocompromised mother also has no antibodies despite taking three COVID shots. Damn. Okay, so that's the second thing. But if it's all from the same, is it all from the same CNN story? No, New York Times. Okay, New York Times. Okay, so that's one more source. Okay, that's good. Yeah, we just need one more source. Three's the charm. Yeah, at least when I was taking uh, argumentation, that's what they taught us. Alright, ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article.
Department of Homeland Security working to identify, respond to spread of conspiracy theories, agency claims. Oh, God. So, that means the Department of Homeland Security is going after the Republican media outlets for putting out the truth about what's going on with the damn shots. Probably. Okay, the, the, I don't know, the Republican journalists gotta, you know, like, they gotta stand up for the, I mean, if the government's going after them now, this is like the government going after mainstream media shit that's talking about real issues finally, or, but, you know, maybe they're, I don't know, they're trying to, I don't know. Like, yeah, let, let's go into this. This is getting scary, and I don't, I don't know how they're going to be able to get away with it. And like, I don't see how the how the government's going to be able to get away with with this. You know, like somebody, some journalists are going to, or talk show hosts or whatever, are going to have to sue the, the the government over this. Uncle Sam, goddamn, get your 12-inch jam out my ass. Yeah, no, this is, this is, they're going too far. They're, like, going after too many mainstream people to, or maybe they're trying to go after the, the liberal people that come up, you know, that, that first bring this stuff up before the Republicans get a hold of it, which is even worse, which is fucked up, because they could probably get away with that. Nah, they're going after the Republicans. I don't know, let, let, let's, go, let's get into this. How, how are, yeah... Usually the Democrats are spouting the government line. Yeah, no, but this is the government. You know, the Department of Homeland Security, who I was against, like, that never should have started back in 2002. And I was against the forming of the Department of Homeland Security when it first started. And now it's being used to go after journalists in our own country now. This is getting fucking scary. And I guess I should use what I call the Department of Fatherland Security. Federal agency says it's engaging industry partners to help identify and respond to the spread of disinformation, conspiracy theories, and false narratives on social media and other online platforms. So it's like, when people are getting out the truth, how do we put up proper, make sure our propaganda comes out, and how do we identify where, like, so they're trying to get the media to stop Real, in, you know, to stop the truth from getting out and using the and the government, the the government's Department of Homeland Security, 
is being used to stop the media from getting the truth out. A Department of Homeland Security bulletin indicates the federal agency is concerned with the spread of conspiracy theories online. A press release... The government was concerned with it back in the goddamn 80s when all this stuff was coming out. It's like, what else is new? But goddamn, now that the Republicans are getting a hold of some of this truth, now, now they're really concerned, you know, like, what the hell? <laughs> A press release Wednesday acknowledged Department of Homeland Security is engaging industry partners to help identify and respond to the spread of disinformation, conspiracy theories, and false narratives on social media and other online platforms while protecting privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties. Bullshit! If you're trying to keep the truth out, you know, and calling it misinformation, you know, again, you don't give a shit about civil liberties. That is the biggest bunch of, or privacy, that is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard. Yeah, that's double talk for sure. Yeah. A definite double speak. One step forward, two steps back. Uh, I don't think we're getting any steps forward. Yeah, I guess that's true. When it comes to the way the media is trying to get the keep the truth out of the press, I don't think we're getting any steps forward. A corresponding National Terrorism Advisory System, NTAS Bulletin, noted the so-called conspiracy theories are being wielded by bad actors to inspire people to commit violent acts. Wow, this shit's made up. So again, the journalists who are putting out the truth they're saying are doing it to get us to fight a war against the government, which, okay, a war against the government is the solution. You know, a terrorist war against this government is the solution to the problem of the conspiracies that the government has been putting on us for never since the goddamn early 1960s, you know, in the 50s. 
those fucking stars. So they're, they're saying, but they're saying that the journalists who are putting out the information are doing it to spark terrorism or to spark a war. And again, this is going after journalists. This is. Uh, well, not just journalists, like the average person, too, that's spreading misinformation. Hell, we'd be considered misinformation. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is, this is bullshit. God, you know, this is just bullshit. Okay, let's keep going. Or what else does the article say? Law enforcement officials have expressed concerns that the broad sharing of false narratives and conspiracy theories that endorse the use of violence will continue to gain traction, resulting in individuals or small groups embracing violent tactics to achieve their desired objectives. The bulletin well, stated. Well, they're afraid they're going to do the only thing that's going to work. So, you know, screw, you know, the law enforcement people are afraid that we're going to do the only thing that's going to work and that it's going to, you know, target them too, which they deserve to be targeted. Shit, you know, we need to fight the cops. We need to, you know, because the cops are the government. We need to, to fight against the cops and fight against the government. Let's fucking start Let's fucking start Yeah, no, we need to. I mean, because this it. I've been, like, watching these cowboy movies, and every night, the movie they show at right around 11, 12 midnight to 1 in the morning is a story that is pushing, like, all the shit that fucked us up in history that, uh, and, and making it look like the people that fuck us over in history are big fucking heroes. And it's like, I was just thinking, there was a movie I saw, like, a couple months ago where they had riots in uh, Texas. In the uh, 1860s, I believe it was. It was either 1840s, 1850s, or 1860s. Some point, like early in Texas's history, when they had some some riots in Texas to keep uh, the state op- more open and not, you know, with so much cops fucking with everybody. And they made the people that did that look like the bad guys, and the the government and the cops. And the sheriffs in this movie were the good guys. And it was just this this whole fucking seeing an attempt at revolution happen by, you know, maybe it was like these dudes that were like trying to be gold miners or whatever, or, you know, like the, I don't know what you call like these dudes from Texas that are trying to make freedom happen in their, in their state in the, I mean, I'm thinking this had to have been before the Civil War. I don't know, like, when it was either right before before or after the Civil War. But it was, like, I think it was before the Civil War even. But, you know, it's, like, these people in Texas trying to get their place free and the cops going down on them. And it's just... I've saw these movies again and again, like, pushing the, the... 
making the, the good guys look like the bad guys. The bad like like saw another one with the railroad movie about the railroad, and maybe the people that were trying to stop the railroad from coming were trying to you know stop the the whole uh, you know destruction of of uh, nature and. Uh, it's like they made those dudes again look like the bad guys and the dudes who were putting in the railroads were the good guys. And it's like, you know, I just keep seeing these movies over and over again and it's like showing this bullshit story of history and it's just what we're, what they're saying now, what these cops are saying now about, uh, about us, it's like the same thing over and over again. What And when they when they win again and fuck us over or whatever, or if they not win, we won't, we can't let them win this time. But if they win again and fuck us over, then like, they're going to do the revisionist history. You know, they're going to do the story of history and make themselves look like the good guys and make us look like the bad guys. So it's like, fuck this. Or maybe we need to be the bad guys. It's like, Whoever history says is the bad guys are the ones that I support. Whoever history says is the good guys are the ones that I fucking hate. Like whenever I, you know, like. So you hate more and more Martin Luther King. What? So you hate Martin Luther King. Um. No, they're not gonna. They're never gonna make him look like a bad guy. But yeah, I don't hate him. No. Well, you gotta be more selective with that that state. So you gotta be more selective with that state. I don't know. I'm just like just watching these bad cowboy movies and and just the way that they made history look was just like has been getting me. You know, that's just like been hitting me really heavy. Well, people have tried to make uh, Martin it's like, Luther it's like King on this look bad. Movie channel that's, I guess, on YouTube. But it's like every night between eleven and one, they show one of these movies about history, and it's making the, the the people that are the good guys look like the bad guys. The people that are the bad guys look like the good guys, and it's just in history, it's just really fucked up. Look, I remember in like a. Uh... African American, well, African American studies, like the, there were black people in the class, like calling Martin Luther King and Uncle Tom and shit like that. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't call him that. I mean, I, I'd say I relate more to Malcolm X. Like, what he said made more sense to me than what Martin Luther King said. And I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't think like being like Martin Luther King or Gandhi would work nowadays with as much as we're being oppressed right now. And, uh, I mean, I agreed with everything except the racist narrative of the nation of Islam. We 
Indian, but that was more like Elijah Muhammad's like way of looking at it. Yeah, I mean, I've heard. I don't know. And I'm not sure, like, maybe I misunderstood because, like, when I heard, when Farrakhan explained himself, he made more sense. Like, when he, when he explained himself at the Million Man March in 2015, he made more sense. I mean, I don't know if Elijah Muhammad would have had a chance to explain himself or tried to explain himself the way Farrakhan did, because, like, I felt the same way, you know, like, I had bad vibes with, or, you know, like it, it sounded kind of like the stuff that he was saying sounded fucked up to me, but maybe if, if Elijah Muhammad explained himself in the same way that, that uh, Farrakhan explained himself, then maybe I wouldn't have felt that way. I don't know. I think the nation of Islam has become a kinder and gentler well, kinder and gentler nation of Islam in recent years. Maybe, but I mean, like, he was explaining stuff that he said back in the 80s and 90s that I thought was fucked up. And... Like what? Then it, what he's... Um, shit. I don't know. It, it'd be too hard for me to remember. Uh, but... I just remember, it's like, it was a long time, you know, it's whatever, I don't know, I'd, I'd have to hear, like, whatever, whatever Farrakhan said in the, at the Million Man March in 2015 to remember what it said, I don't remember it that good, but, uh, I just remember, it's like, okay, he's explaining the stuff that I thought was fucked up that he said back in the 80s and, and late 80s and early 90s and making it make sense. And so it's like, okay, now I get what he, why, why he said what he said. Okay. I remember uh, on Barbershop, the first Barbershop, like uh, Cedric the Entertainer's character called uh, Martin Luther King a hoe. Well, apparently he slept around on his wife. Yeah, but the FBI was trying to push that, too, and, and trying to exploit everything that happened. And what the fuck? If he had a better chick than his wife, what the hell? You know, for all we know, uh, Coretta might not have, not have been that good in bed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Chaos would say that being quite chaotic. And then it continues law enforcement officials have expressed concerns. Well, wait, we already read that. Uh, the bulletin stated at the same time, noting there's currently no specific imminent credible threat. Yeah, no, there's. They're just like, the cops are trying to push something. The cops are trying to push for the government to fuck with journalists. Department of Homeland Security is concerned that increased acts of violence as well as targeted attacks against law enforcement 
may strain local resources and challenge the ability of law enforcement to maintain the safety and security of local communities. Oh, well. God, and and what's happened recently? There hasn't been anything, there hasn't been any heavy power going on since after January, God, after January 6th. Like, there were a bunch of battles that happened from like last summer till fucking January, but after after that, there hasn't been any real battles happening in the past bunch of months. Well, so because like, where man... are the cops getting this shit from? Like they're talking about shit that happened last year. You know that happened maybe as late as December last year, January this year. And, like, what's happened in the past bunch of months? There's been, like, a heavy lull of anything happening this, this past uh, bunch of months. So, it's like, what the... What are the cops talking about here, you know? Well, I think that's because people like Black Lives Matter and uh, Antifa have gone to ground. They're not even going underground. They're, they're, there's nothing going on. Like, everybody's gotten all freaked out. Like, I don't know. By like, the coronavirus. Gotten, I don't know how to explain. Everybody's, like, gotten scared, I think. And that's the way it seems. I mean, not really. I mean, we were out, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I felt better out. Like, when I was out in the street, I at least felt like... I don't know. It was a sense of freedom, but now the government's really fucking fucking us over this fall. Or the the city the city council, the L.A. County Board of Supervisors chose around when I'd be getting back here to start fucking with us and and and, and crack you know just like tighten down on everything again. And, and uh, you know, it's just everybody's like scared of what the government's doing now. It's pretty fucked up. The, what else does the article say? The NTAS advisory also warned about threats to the U.S. from domestic violent extremists, including racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and anti-government, anti-authority violent extremists. And yeah, goes. This is them again trying to go after libertarians and the Patriot Movement. And, you know, this is that whole fucking shit that, uh, that the cops are trying to push now. You know, and it's really, I, I say the Democrats a lot, but it's the Democrats and the cops. And goes on to hypothesize that an emerging new COVID variant could prompt a violent uprising. No, but they're going to, of course, they're always going to blame it on the disease and not blame it on what's really going on, which is the government's response to the disease is what's going to cause 
the violence, but they're going to blame it on COVID. This is what, you know, it's like, it's not COVID. It's the government's reaction to COVID that is causing, that's going to cause whatever violence that's going to happen. But again, if my sister's husband, who I think still works for the Department of Homeland Security, is part of this group that's fucking with us, then I don't know, maybe something needs to happen to him. Wait, who? My sister's husband. And then one of the excerpts from the uh, dossier or whatever says if a new COVID-19 variant emerges and new public health restrictions are imposed as a result, anti-government violent extremists could potentially use the new restrictions as a rationale to target government or public health officials or facilities. In addition... Well, that's what needs to happen. Maybe then you shouldn't be putting the restrictions into place, huh? But of course, you're like anticipating our reaction to what you're going to do to us. And it's like... Shit, if you don't want the violence to happen, then don't put the restrictions into place. That's the whole fucking thing. If you're going to fucking push this shit on us then we're going to have to react. There needs to be a war to overthrow this bullshit because uh, we're not going to take this shit. It's like, give us back our freedom or we need to start, you know, killing all the enforcers. Including the people that work at the fucking McDonald's and the bus drivers that are telling, that are giving you shit over you know, oh, are you wearing a mask when you go to the bathroom or riding the fucking bus and all this fucking bullshit? Said domestic terrorists could scour online blogs for information or use encrypted messaging apps, the bulletin broadly warned. Maybe, but maybe the best thing is to not use apps at all. Maybe everything needs to be done through, like, affinity groups and not using the goddamn internet if you're smart. And then the article ends, As usual, the agency's advice in the face of the phantom menace is the age-old Soviet tactic of see something, say something. Yeah, no, that's their little cheesy-ass slogan telling you to snitch on your fucking neighbors. You just fuck them. All right, ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article.
If you don't want the violence, then give us our fucking freedom back and don't go along with your plans on tightening everything up even worse than they already are. Shit. What uh, what's the next uh, what what the next article say? Or is that yeah? We finish that article. Uh yeah. Okay, yeah, so what, what was the next article? So let's go to the next article, I guess. Governor Abbott orders criminal probe into schools providing pornographic content to students. Oh God. What pornographic content? What the fuck? But like, Catcher on the Rye? What the fuck? No, I remember, uh, like a parent, like, reading, like, the type of material that was available in the library, and then they, like, kicked them out of the, uh, parent-teacher meeting or whatever. Either way. Damn it, people should be able to read porn. You know, fuck this bullshit. Like, these, these lame Christian groups that are trying to fucking take everybody's freedom away from the schools and get books taken out of the library and all this fucking bullshit. It's just fucking bullshit. So, we should just give kids porn. Yes! I'm definitely an advocate of that. <laughs> I am but it not. isn't like you know, like fucking. It isn't like they're having this in elementary school. They're talking about like junior high and high school. God damn. Nah, I just saw a uh, thing that uh, Golden State Times did yesterday, where they were asking elementary school age kids about their sex lives. Okay, that's ridiculous, but okay. You know what? Are they going to tell stories about what their dad or their fucking uh, weird, uh, you know, cousins are doing to them or something? What the fuck? I mean, yeah, if their if their dads are doing shit like that, I guess they could say something. But outside of that, what the fuck are they going to have to say? Jesus Christ. They okay, shouldn't well, be asking kids those type of questions anyways. I don't know. This is one I think where the, uh, where Alex Jones is probably, you know, getting, like, becoming lame like the Christians here. But, okay. We need some Christian lameness in some areas. No, I don't, I've been through too much of it, man, in, in my life. This is the this, this Christian lameness is what I've had to fight all my fucking life. And, uh, you know, it's my bad attitude is the only thing that got me through it. And every time it comes up in every generation, including the lame people from my generation that have become like my parents, I'm going to fight this bullshit.
the fact that pornographic material that serves no educational purpose has been made available to students in Texas public schools is a clear violation of the law, he says in letter to Texas Education Agency. No, but then again, okay, this is like the government in Texas has been doing everything to try and take people's freedom away, like for years and years and years and years and years. And, you know, especially since the 90s, early 90s, early 2000s, the, the Texas government has been doing more and more to take away people's freedom. And this is bullshit. People should be able to get whatever fucking books you can get at a goddamn school library and not have it have books being taken off the shelves. But okay, what else does the article say? That is why I am directing the Texas Education Agency to investigate any criminal activity in our public schools involving the availability of pornography. During this investigation, I asked the agency to refer any instance of pornography being provided to minors under the age of 18 for prosecution to the fullest extent of the law. Oh, God. Lame tyranny of Jesus. We have a responsibility to ensure that no Texas child is exposed to pornography or obscene content while in a Texas public school. And your investigation will help accomplish this mission, the governor added. Oh, God, here comes... See, now this is the funny thing, man. You know, this is what's funny. It's like, this is where the Republicans are being exactly what you're accusing the Democrats of doing. And the Democrats are doing it, but the Republicans started doing this bullshit first. Now for the past four years or so, five years, the Democrats have been doing it. And it's fucked up when the Democrats censored like the Republican media, and it's fucked up when the Republicans want to censor pornography. It's the same bullshit censorship, and all the forms of censorship shouldn't be happening. Whether it's done by the Democrats or whether it's done by the Republicans, none of this shit should be happening. We're here. We're weird. Get used to it. Well, no, I'm not gay, but you know what I'm saying? I didn't say queer, I said weird. Republicans do it when Janet Jackson flashes her tits at the Super Bowl. uh, That's technically considered an accident. When they were fucking with rock lyrics and shit. And the Democrats do it to to stop free speech, uh, uh, to stop political free speech. Either way, it's censorship and it's fucked up and it shouldn't be happening. Whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans... All this censorship shouldn't be happening. I didn't say queer. I said weird. Okay, well, yeah. no, well, I, may, I am weird. And they got to get used to that. But there have been a bunch of us weird people for the past 50, 60, you know, 55 years or so. <laughs> if 
if they aren't used to it yet, eventually they're going to have to get used to it. As much as the culture is trying to make everything, you know, as fucked up as it was in the 50s, you know, fuck this. I don't want to go back to the goddamn, I don't want to go back to goddamn 1963 again. As far as, you know, the, the, the all the censorship they had of everything back then. I don't want to go back to that. You know, they could say, oh, that was when everybody was nice and everybody obeyed authority and, and blah, blah, blah. Remember having an apartment manager say that bullshit, and I'm like, okay, and that was when the KKK was running shit too. But why do you want to fucking go back to that bullshit? This comes amid parents around the country discovering the presence of sexually explicit material in some school libraries accessible to their children. For example, a book with sexual imagery and themes called Gender Queer, a memoir by Maya Kobabe, was found in a Keller Independent School District school library last month. Okay, this is an independent school. This is like a school that doesn't take money from the government. And what the fuck? You're going to go after even a school that doesn't take money from the government? For, you know, like, if some gay dude wants to read shit about, you know, his, whatever his weird shit is, you know, as much as I don't want to be gay, <laughs> you know, they should be able to fucking read gay books if they want to and not get fucked with. You know, they're wait, 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 you, know, you they, gotta they be explicit. The they want to go and they're attracted to dudes, they should be able to read books about how they're attracted to dudes if they want to. Big fucking deal. I think this depicts actual gay sex. Okay, but if so what? If a gay teenager wants to look at some gay sex in a fucking book, let him look at someone getting butt-fucked in a book. Who cares? This is bullshit. God damn. Why does the government have to be fucking taking books out of libraries? It's fucking bullshit. Kids can look at that shit on their parents' computer like a normal kid. Yeah. This is, I don't, I don't know, I just don't think we should be taking shit out of, out of fucking school libraries. That's just fucking bullshit. And just, I don't believe in any form of censorship. Including, you know, all, whatever it is, you know, I'm against, I'm against censoring even hate speech. I I just don't believe in any kind of censorship. You know, shit, it's just like, God In a separate incident in September, a Texas mother named Cara Bell excoriated the Lake Travis Independent School District for making available a sexually explicit book called Out of Darkness by Ashley Hope Perez. I do not want my children to learn about anal sex in middle school, said Bell. I want you to start focusing on education and not public health. Okay, well, I learned about anal sex in middle school because of a fucking sex education video. 
So if you got the sex education video, you're going to hear about anal sex and you're going to learn about it. And it's like, if you're like me, you're going to go, that's not that interesting. <laughs> that, that's kind of something I'm not into. But, you know, it's like, damn, this is just ridiculous. From a Satanist point of view. I think even before I was a Satanist, this isn't about, I mean, yes, part of it, you know, part of it is I, you know, don't believe in censorship. But even before I got on this trip, I still didn't believe in censorship. I believe there's a time and a place for everything. And forcing kids to be able to have easy access to porn is a bad fucking... It's a bad fucking scene to go down. It's a bad road. I don't think it's a bad scene. If people should be able to read about whatever they're fucking into. If a gay dude wants to read about gay shit, they should be able to look at gay shit. You know, shit. So if they're into bestiality, they should be able to read bestiality books. Well, I think they should. I really think there should be, uh, you know, and I really think in the future there's going to be a 24-hour-a-day bestiality porn channel on regular H- HDTV. It's going to be the Birds Do It, Bees Do It channel. And every day a kid can turn around the TV and watch some woman fucking a goat or a donkey. You know what the hell? Kyle's Utopia. Hell yeah. I can picture Kyle just going down the streets, listening to the little kids watching porn like, oh. I don't even know they're going to say, they're going to like look at it for a minute and go, okay, that's interesting. You know, their mind will be blown for a little bit. And then they'll fucking get used to it and, you know, either they'll be into it or not and they'll change the channel just like anybody else. Shit. (laughs) You're a warped human being, Kyle Chaos. I consider myself a free human being without stupid limits. (laughs) Yes, God forbid limits Damn right Satan has no boundaries And therefore I shouldn't either (laughs) Alright, you go to the next article Yeah, let's go to the next article Pfizer CEO brags about getting briefed by the CIA, FBI on the spread of misinformation. Okay, but then again, 
what they call misinformation is anything making their Pfizer product look bad, that anything making their pharmaceutical company that came up with this shit look bad. You know, like anything that hurts this pharmaceutical company's profits is considered they're, you know, which is the truth, they're going to say is a lie, and they're going to call the truth misinformation, and they're going to call their misinformation the truth. Probably. Mm-hmm. Presidential candidate wants France to remain French. Oh, wait, I think, okay, I think, uh, do you want to go into that last article, or? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Or? It says it's a video. Okay, okay. Oh, I didn't know it's a video. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go into this thing. Yeah, what's this article? Presidential candidate wants France to remain French. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Again, this is this sounds like a why you should hate Middle Easterners article or, or why you should hate Africans article or something stupid like that. And it's like, like what? Oh, we want France to remain French. It's like the people that we want America to be an English-speaking country only. You know, it's, it's this kind of bullshit. Uh, you can speak other languages. You just need to be able to speak American. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I don't think you should be telling. I'm sorry, you don't know how to speak our language. You shouldn't come here. It's just such bullshit. It used to be mandatory. Yeah, but that's still. I don't know. That's still pretty ridiculous to me. I don't know. Oh, like man, God forbid you come into somebody else's country and you gotta. Be able to communicate so you can work a job and all that good stuff. Instead of saying K all the time. Yeah, I know. I say what all the time. I mean, I remember I lived in my old neighbor when I lived in Panorama City. Most of the people there didn't speak English. And I didn't understand half of the shit people told me. And when I talked to the people at the restaurant, I had to like say what all the time you know it's like that happens it's like okay i'm not gonna understand half of this shit they're saying to me they're not gonna understand half of the shit i'm saying to them but you know shit gets done (laughs) you know you get like the most basic words eventually it's like when i was trying to explain to that woman who kept giving me food that i you know when i'd already eaten and i'm trying to explain i already ate something and they're like trying to tell me something in Spanish and I can't, you know, it's like, okay. Hey, I don't go in a Mexican restaurant unless I can understand the menu. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're, you're like the first redneck that, that came here from France. It's like, I don't like this country. I can't read the menus and... and the food tastes nasty here. It's <laughs> a good bit. There's a bit by National Lampoon called, uh, I don't remember which National Lampoon album it was, but it was like the origin of hillbillies. It was funny as hell. 
I probably would have enjoyed it. What? I said I probably Alright, we're live. Cool. Yeah. How was your day, brother? Yeah. It sucked. You know, every day sucks since I've gotten here, so... Russell still trying to get you kicked out? No, I think he's given up on... As long as I'm not in his room, I think he's given up on that idea. Like, we're, we're, I think we're on good terms now. I've, I've uh, I let him have some of my milk and let me have some of his pizza on his birthday. And uh, Okay, why am I for doing this? Drink a good amount of water. This shouldn't be happening. Ow, ow. Okay, I gotta do something. Maybe I need to drink more water than this, but my stomach was getting too full. But, oh, my foot is, oh, fuck, it's cramping. Usually means I need more water. Ow. Oh, fuck. Stretch it out, brother. That's what I'm doing. Rubbing the cramping parts out. At least my whole leg ain't cramping. (laughs) That means I've gotten more. Because, like, when I was really dehydrated, my whole leg would be cramping. Like one point in the middle of when I'm having when I was uh, having sex with uh, Carol, my leg just fully was cramping up. Though at that at, at one point, it's like, Whoa. but uh, and I just uh, what happened today? I just. Uh, Woke up. I don't know. Was, uh, I don't know, just tripping out on the phone for a little bit. Uh, and I don't know. Did, uh, I don't know. Did, uh, been kind of working on my, my, uh, ritual to, get things, uh, I don't know, to get, uh, things to be better with me and Carol, uh, you know, I mean, like, since, since it's, uh, I don't know, like, I, I owe another ritual, you know, and, and, and hope, uh, hope things will be better and, you know, whatever, and we'll see if it works out, we'll see if the, the, uh, demons help me out, because the demons do have the power to heal. Because if the uh, if the if the shamanic healers can heal and the voodoo people can heal and the the uh, African you know different groups of people if they can heal through those spirits, then you know the Lucifer and his angels and the demons have the power to heal. It's just whether they choose to or not. That's another thing, you know. And, and, my way of looking at it, which I guess I, I got more into what Temple of Seth believes, and I guess I don't fit into Temple of Seth either. So I still think I got to go along with my idea of my religion of Kyle's House of Lucifer, but uh, as which I named after this Rastafarian dude who called his church Ben's House of Rasta. So, <laughs> Ben's house of rust. 
his Rasta church in Orange County. But, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, but, uh, so it, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. They, they have a theory which kind of makes sense and kind of doesn't. Or I don't know. I mean, it kind of makes sense and it kind of doesn't. Is that, that they believe that Lucifer gave us the power of the thing that separates us from animals, which I don't know. I kind of think the creator originally gave us that, but you know, even though he's our enemy, but when Lucifer got convinced us to eat from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we had more of an intellect uh, and more, you know, and, and obtained the knowledge of evil, which is the knowledge of everything that's meaningful in this world. But uh, I don't know if that, you know, separates us from animals or, I mean, because I, I look at it as like we're not really that much different from animals. I, I kind of think we're less different from animals than uh, the Christians like to think we are. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think, uh, I don't know. Like, I think we are, we had the power of reason already kind of, but we got more of a, an ability to reason when we ate from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you know, like back then we, we reasoned like a retarded person reasons. And now we reason more like an intelligent person reason because I don't think you can say retarded people are more like animals because even they're still different from animals so I don't know I'm not sure I mean maybe we'd have to debate on that or whatever but I, I kind of don't think it's the the same thing I mean I, I dig the part of us wanting to be our own god which I think you know Church of Satan also teaches is you worship yourself as God, you know, in your own capacity to do whatever is God, which, okay, that makes sense. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I still think it comes down to, and maybe this is where I differ, I differ from Church of Satan, but when you look at, like, the, they started their rituals in 1966, and there was a lot of LSD going around in 1966, and they probably did a precursor to that, there were precursors of that in 65 and I still think LSD probably had a lot to do and psychedelics had a lot to do with the beginning of Church of Satan as much as they might not like to talk about because I mean Anton LaVey personally didn't do psychedelics but there were enough people in the Church of Satan that I think did psychedelics that it had to have been a major part in that religion coming together. And like, to me, everything comes down to what I saw when I was on psychedelics. It's, it's that there are these beings that, uh, I, I think there are really these beings and Lucifer is the head of it. And, uh, that you can connect your mind to that can uh, 
give you a better trip if you're an unrepentant evil person like myself uh, in the face of every religion trying to make you think especially when you're when you're on, on a psychedelic trying to make you think that you're dead and that you're gonna get whatever reward or punishment after you're dead that you're gonna get in that state of mind you know whether it be another incarnation or an afterlife type of experience in, in uh, a heaven or a hell so I think it's uh I think there are real beings that are out there that uh, that should be worshipped as much as yet. They aren't there for, you know, for us. They're there for their own will. But they still can give us power if uh, we try to be valuable to them. So, I don't know. I think there's something you know real in in the other dimension that you can experience taking a psychedelic that has something to to do with all of this you know, that you know these these things these beings are real and they're there's something to be worshipped uh, because they are real you know they they have the ability to make things happen and, and I don't know, they have a certain knowledge that uh, I think uh, is uh, pretty heavy. So, I don't know, that's, that's what my personal form of Luciferianism comes from. So, I don't know, I mean, I guess I'd have to debate people from all these groups to figure out where their head's at uh, on all of this. Uh, it'd be better to debate someone who's taken a psychedelic before rather than someone who's never done it. But uh, I don't know. Makes makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I've been trying to do this, mostly do this ritual all day. But I took a break to take a shower because the the dude who I'm sharing a room with wants me to take a shower. So I'm like, okay, I better take a shower. So make things not so bad with him and. Uh, did that and kind of was starting to do my ritual, but you, you pretty much got me in the middle of it. And I'll have to do it, continue it later. Probably by the time I'm done with the podcast, I'm going to be too tired to do a ritual. So, that's the other, you know, that's why in a lot of Luciferian, it does people that do tweak tend to be able to do the ritual faster. And so tweak does help them in a way, but it still fucks you up too much in a way. So, I guess most of the people that are in my religion do tweak, but uh, I just uh, would rather not do tweak as much as it might help you be able to finish the rituals faster. But, uh, you know, maybe I can't even finish a ritual the way I'm going with things. But uh, I couldn't finish the last one I tried to do uh, in the beginning of the summer when I did the same kind of ritual. And I never was able to finish the whole thing by the time it was just too late to even keep worrying about it. But uh, I am 
working on it. I'm putting my energy on keeping the power that I had uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we will see if it works or not, but I am still dead set on keeping that power because it still comes down to that my black magic worked a hell of a lot better on the streets than it, it uh, so far than it did uh, in this house or in the uh, actually, I don't know, in this house or in, in certain houses, but uh, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta try to get, get the magic to work. But I really think the demons do have the power and, and Lucifer's angels have the power to heal because they can heal through these different, groups of people they can heal through the african witch doctors and the the you know the voodoo people and the the shamanic healers and all that and even the new age healers then they have the power to heal you know they have the power to do something like if if somehow because uh uh, you know, like Carol's a Native American. If she, she said, like her family when they taught, they they told her, you know, they didn't pray, they danced for everything. And so, if some a group of Native Americans come, you know, from her tribe or from wherever, I think she's Chippewa, but I'm not sure. If, I forgot if that's the tribe she's from. But if they would, you know, dance for her and do a, a healing dance for her or whatever, and you know, if it would. If it would work, you know, and if it gives glory to the Native American spirits or whatever, or, you know, whatever that tribe worships rather than to Jesus Christ and Jehovah, then uh, I think that would give Lucifer glory, you know, so I'm down with all that. <laughs> so see if uh, the, uh, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, just trying to keep trying to keep my power, you know, trying to keep it going and whatever was working in my favor the five days that I was with uh, Carol to work in my favor on through the rest of this week, hopefully, and, and we'll see what happens. But so I've mostly been doing this ritual except taking a shower and then I ate and then was about to start the ritual again and then you called so they can as long as uh, I got the room to myself I can work on the ritual but uh, you know it's a trip but I, I am trying to work on on this ritual trying to keep the power that I had a couple weeks ago or get it back get the power that I had a couple weeks ago back or whatever you know, trying to keep the power. <laughs> Sweet unlimited power. Well, let's hope. I mean, I don't know if it's, uh, you can say it's unlimited or not. I mean, I know like the longest I've been able to keep heavy power in my experience of being a Luciferian was really the nine months that I was nine months that I was living with Belinda in, uh, in, 
Paris. Like that was the the best uh, and the best momentum I had in keeping power was for those nine months. So I don't know. I mean, I think it could go for longer than that, but it's it's all confusing, you know. It's like uh, it's like I've had been able to somewhat have power on kind of a limited scale in 2003 for about how long? Shit, September through let's see, September, October, November. December, January, February, March, one, two, three, like seven months, you know, that's still not as good as the nine months I had when uh, I was in Paris. So that was, that was the most power I had. And, and, and like another thing I'm realizing is that whenever I do something risky, Lucifer gives me power. Like when I, when I, uh, when I left the HUD building, I was more valuable, like right after I left the HUD building, I was more valuable to Lucifer. And I think the same thing, I took that risk and decided to live on the streets rather than do the safe thing and stay here until I got a place. I think that made me more valuable to Lucifer. And made me at least able to get power that I hadn't had in a while, you know. You know, and maybe it's because I'm doing something, you know, by, you know, like by leaving the hut, the hut apartment, I'm maybe putting myself closer to death, you know, and I'm not putting up a fight to my death. And maybe because I'm, I decided to go on the streets, I'm bringing myself closer to death. And again, I'm not putting up a fight to my death. Maybe that's what's making me more powerful to Lucifer, or not power, more valuable to Lucifer at this point. So at least I was valuable enough to him to for him to give me power on Halloween. So that's uh, pretty major. Cow chaos is fueled by the power of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Or at least was uh, last week, Friday, up until that Tuesday afternoon. From that Friday morning to that Tuesday afternoon, definitely. Reminds me of that teacher. Like uh, in high school, like he was like explaining like the Constitution to us. And he's like, yeah, you don't have the right to disturb other people's peace. And he's like. You can't be playing music saying Satan is my father. Yes, indeed he is. You know, you can't be doing that. (laughs) Yeah, you can. What do you mean? Well, he meant like blaring it, you know. You got next door neighbors. I did that too, man. I did that all the time. What do you mean? I fucking done that successfully. Especially when I was lucky enough to have the serious satellite. When I had the serious satellite, I was cranking that shit every fucking morning. Except for Saturdays and Sundays, but like every fucking morning when I woke up at ten o'clock in the morning and I had the serious satellite, I was cranking up the the fucking the metal station playing that shit every fucking morning. 
uh, and then, you know, like on the weekends, you know, every afternoon around 12 noon, I was cranking that shit up. Uh, you're more meant like just being an asshole with it, like doing it at night and shit like that. Okay, well, I wasn't doing it at night, but it's... Yeah, just being a son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, just... Yeah. Boo, boo. Although, I swear to God, man, they did that in my neighborhood for fucking months and shit, dude. Like, eventually, I think the other neighbors got tired of complaining. Well, because I was calling the cops. Because the motherfuckers were making the whole block shake. Yeah, right, huh? Hey, hey, that's pretty powerful shit, but... Ah, but it was hip-hop shit, though. But, yeah, that was, uh... That, that station uh, was my favorite station to wake up in the morning to. Or, I mean, I'd go, you know, that's usually the, like, that, that's what, when I had the serious satellite. That's how I did it, you know. It's like, I, I wake up, hear some of the, the heaviest metal shit, then I go to the classic hard rock, then I go to the more classic rock, but to find something heavier to wake up to that's older and then, you know, go on from there. That's That was the first... The first three things I usually turn tune to in the morning when I had the satellite radio, uh, <laughs> and I think I, I did the same thing when I, except I didn't crank it quite as loud when I was uh, living with Belinda and, and they had the the serious uh, XM thing on. Because uh, now serious, it was serious XM like the last four or five months that I had the. Uh, the satellite before that radio broke and then the and then the radios got too expensive again but and then when when i was uh, had the the tv that had the satellite whenever i could i'd be cranking that every every morning <laughs> cranking those uh, few type of stations and uh, <laughs> chaos was just like oh, oh, oh. oh hell yeah oh hell yeah it was great they're almost there, you know, because I go every other, I don't know, like when I, I do it every other, because I try to listen to regular radio too, because I didn't want to, I'd listen to, you know, one day I'd listen to the satellite, another day I'd listen to the regular radio, and then go back to the satellite, and uh, <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, but today, uh, had group. Uh, so you, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still babbling. I'd go from start off with liquid metal, then go to Ozzy's Boneyard, and then go to uh, either the Vault or Classic Rewind or uh, Deep Classic Rock, whichever was playing the heaviest stuff at the time. <laughs> that was if it was heavy and good and not heavy and commercial. <laughs> but okay, go back to what you were saying because I've babbled too much. Uh, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Uh, okay, what were you saying? Uh, you can go use the bathroom if you gotta. You know, I'm doing it. But now keep talking. I mean, I can, I can wander around with the phone here. It's not like uh, when I gotta go to the in and out and can't be like wandering with the phone through the. Yeah, but uh. We basically were 
like uh, talking about the reading and what the fuck was the reading about? You know, because the just for the day they've taken up the habit of reading the just for the day. Oh yeah, like uh, your higher power restoring you from uh insanity. So like we were all chipping in our two cents on that. And then we played Recovery Bingo. That's gotta be funny. (laughs) Yeah. But like every word we would like pick, like every time they drew a word, we would talk about it, like the different types of stuff, like, you know, overdose. Uh, nodding funny. out. What was the other one? Nodding out. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, those are the ones I remember. Serenity, yeah, right that was another one. Damn. So you gotta spell the word, and <laughs> if you spell the word, you win or something? Nah, it was on, like, the words were on the paper. Okay, so, so, like, how do you know you win? Like, what what's the whole goal of, of, like... Just like regular bingo. Okay, but how do you do it if it's, like, words... I mean, are you spelling the words, or... No, the words are already spelled out in a grid. So, like, what? each bingo spot is a different word. Okay, now your phone's starting to go out again. Like, each bingo spot is a different word. Okay. So then you just put an X through it, and then, you know, if you got bingo, which they kept going, like, because, like, we kept getting bingo, like, multiple people got bingo at the same time. Okay, I can't hear you again. Like I said, multiple people got bingo at the same time. You know, and then, like, uh, after the group was over, like, the one guy's, like, every, almost everybody won. Like, that's not fun that everybody gets a prize. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, not that, not that challenging of a game, I guess. Yeah, but I'm starting to think that guy's just an A-class dick. <laughs> It's like they hand out like uh these raffle tickets, but they're not really raffle tickets. They're more like just tickets you can save up and then you can get shit like hygiene, bus passes, you know, hats and gloves, clothes, if you save up enough. Yeah, but it's like, he's like, nah, I don't want that. I'm just like, power to you, bro. But then I started to realize that guy was a dick when he almost got into a fight with a guy over, like, uh, the dude offered him a dollar for one of his Newport cigarettes, which is a solid deal. Uh But he's just like, nah, man, I can't do it. I can't do it. 
but he had an attitude about it, which I get why the dude was like, you ain't got to have an attitude about it. Is that your brand? <laughs> well, that's usually like everybody that wants to smoke the high class shit. And we always thought of that as like the ghetto pretty much. <laughs> I mean, they might be more expensive ones, but those are like $9 a pack. Okay, that's weird then. Like, I don't know, like, when I was going to school, we, we were all doing, uh, we were all doing the, uh, the Marlboros. Marlboros are cheaper. But it might have been I mean, different think... back then, you know. Maybe, but like I don't know. Like that's that's weird. Then, like they're trying to sell the most expensive cigarettes in like the ghetto area. Like that's where they're doing all the advertising for the most expensive cigarettes, trying to get people to blow the most bread on fucking cigarettes when you could buy cheaper shit that, that uh, would hit you harder. <coughs> eh, like the, they're a little bit stronger, but not by much. Okay. Like, mostly people just buy them just to be like, oh, yeah, I, fucking, I got new ports. Like, that one chick that I dumped, like, she literally, like, tried to make fun of me for smoking roll-ups and shit, you know? Okay. When I broke up well, with well, her. Weird. Like, the Mexican dudes they were selling on, what was the one the Mexicans? The Mexicans were all smoking the Salem's. <laughs> Never had them. Okay, well, that, that, that's like the ones that the Mexican dudes were all smoking. I mean, uh, I don't know, us honkies were smoking the, uh, the Marlboros. <laughs> yeah, I used to smoke camels back in high school. They were cheaper back then. Yeah. When I would get some cigarettes. Because I would usually just smoke weed back then. See, I didn't know that, that the Newports were more expensive. That's why it, like, shocked me that all the dudes in, in those areas were smoking, the, the, were smoking those. You know? <laughs> it's like, wow, like, you're smoking the most expensive cigarette, and you're, like, in the, the <laughs> lowest income area and shit. Yeah, it's like... These dudes got no money. <laughs> like, the one dude, the dude that's a dick, like, his car got wrecked and totaled, so I guess he's not able to make money. I didn't know it was the price. Like, I didn't know it was that expensive, but I <laughs> always thought of them as the ghetto cigarette just because, like, all the dudes in that those neighborhoods were smoking them, so it's like... I didn't realize, that, I just never realized they were that expensive, so that, like, really shocked the hell out of me, finding out that it's, it was that, that, it's that expensive. Yeah, because even Camel Wides are, like, seven, eight dollars a pack. Shit. And that's why when I went to go buy some a few months back, I'm like, yeah, I'm not smoking Camel Wides no more. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like I, I know. Guess I said that was that was fucked up. I guess I guess saying you know the, the voice in my head was just saying saying that was a ghetto cigarette was really fucked up to be saying. Uh, in, uh, in <laughs> well, house. probably all the ghetto dudes you knew were smoking that. Like I mean, like that's what like 
all the drug addicts that I know smoke, you know. Okay, again, if you're a drug addict, wouldn't you want to save your money and buy a cheaper cigarette so that you could spend the rest of the money on heroin or whatever? Be like, what the fuck? You would think. But now That's a lot of these dudes are. If you're a junkie, man. Yeah, a lot of these dudes are former drug dealers and stuff like that, but. So I guess they, you know, like Newports are kind of a status symbol among junkies. Okay. Tripped out. Okay. Yeah, because me, like, I go cheap. Like, I'll go the cheapest I can get. Like, because, like, I know, like, a drive-thru on the west side that'll sell. Like, this is... The or the, uh, with the buglers? (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, the this cigarettes are the cheapest ones I know of for five bucks a pack. I remember just, like, buying the the buglers just, uh, like... Back in the old day when you could sneak shit into the airport, like, just so I could sneak weed into the, uh, damn, uh, so I could sneak weed into the, uh, airport when I was going to Vegas back in 95. <laughs> back when I was going to the dead shows over there. And then, like, I realized the dude was a dick also when, like, him and, like, my other roommate were like, I want to go to the store. And then my other roommate's like, okay, I'll drive you guys to the store. But then the the dick goes without the other guy to the store. Like, he just takes off with the dude and doesn't remind him, hey, such and such wanted to go, too. Okay, well, you're starting to go out again, but uh, we'll see what goes on. Yeah, my phone's been acting wacky. Like, the apps have been, like, cutting off and shit. Yeah, I totally can't hear what you're saying at all now. Like, uh, my phone's been acting wacky. Like, it's been cutting off on apps and shit like that. Like, all day. So, I don't know. I might need a new phone because I've had this one for about a year. That's ridiculous. You don't have to get a new phone after a year. God damn. Yeah, it's spazzing out on me, so I might have to. Yeah, damn. I mean, it does spaz out, but it's been spazzing out for... I don't know. I'm trying to think when it started spazzing. Probably... Yesterday. Well, no, yesterday was really bad. Like, it hasn't gotten as bad as yesterday. So, I mean, if you... I think you just got to stay in the same area. Like, there's one... Stay in that one area or something. I don't know. Like, usually when I'm in my bedroom, I don't have any problems. But yesterday I was in my bedroom in my bed and fucking it was just no go. Yeah, yeah. What room are you in now? Yeah, I'm on the porch since it's not very cold. Okay, well, maybe the sound will be better out here.
Yeah, but then uh, went to my nephew's birthday party after that. So we went to Chuck E. Cheese's. Yo, how old is she? Uh, he's in like first grade or kindergarten, so he's like yeah, yeah, six or seven. Place. And it's also yeah, and it's also a place where a pedophile can be a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you were a pedophile, you'd stick out because there was like practically nobody there because we went there at like two o'clock. Yeah, so if you were there that early and you're just like, hey, I just came to order some pizza, (laughs) motherfuckers would be looking at you like you're just sitting there by yourself and there's like a few kids there. (laughs) You'd be looking weird. Sometimes it's a bad time to go there. It's like, oh damn it, I came too early, man. I was already, <laughs> I was already jacking off to that child porn, man. Came in too early, shit. Can't do nothing about it, damn it. What am I gonna do? Yeah, the chick that checked us in, like, she was pretty cute. I enjoyed that. She had a nice ass. Asian chick. She was just typical Asian, no tits, small butt. But I would have hit. She looked like she was like Filipino or Thai or something. I yeah, know. I thought Asian. I didn't think. I didn't think Asians were known for having no tits. No, they're known for being pretty sticky. What? They're known for being pretty sticky. Okay. Damn. Okay, but they still got tits. Some of them. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Did not know that about Asians. Yeah, it must but be all that have... fish and rice. They they don't pack a lot of fat. Damn, man. That's like, uh... How can you tell the Asian chicks from the Asian dudes then, man? <laughs> It's tough sometimes. Like, the chicks are usually pretty. Okay. I don't know. I'm too much of a tit, man. That that would really... Maybe that's the bad side of being with an Asian chick. But usually, like, uh, Asian girls are pretty, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the prettiest chick to me is, like, a Japanese chick. Maybe Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, after... Well, I stopped at, like, this, like, Muslim joint before that because I was waiting on my sister and my niece and nephew to get there, so... Yeah, that, that's what happened when he smoked Kush. That was smoking a Muslim joint. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh had some cheesecake there, which was actually pretty good. You know, it was already a strawberry cheesecake, although it was small. 
So I was a little disappointed yeah, with the size. size. But I guess they, they're trying to get food for the adults so that uh, more adults will show up there and take their kids there and shit. Maybe. Yeah, there was, a, there was a pretty decent looking Muslim chick working the cash register. All right, huh? Uh, I don't know what type of Muslim she is because she wasn't wearing a hijab. But I can I know and I know that Muslim language when I hear it though. Well, maybe she wasn't a Muslim. You know, maybe she was just like an Arab person that was rebelling against uh, the stuff. You know, their parents did. Yeah, maybe they also weren't wearing masks. Yeah, right on. At least you're in a state you can do that. Like that never happens in California. Especially yeah. nowadays, all this fucking depressing shit. But uh, yeah, so what was this place? What 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 kind of place was it? Uh, what kind of food was it? It was a uh, Muslim. Like it was called shish kebab. Oh, right on, right on. Like I didn't order any. Like, I didn't order, like, any of the regular food because I knew I was going to be eating pizza right after. So I just got me something cheap to burn time. Yeah, okay. Then I usually when I go, like, usually the, the Middle Eastern places I go to are, like, the falafel places, you know, where you get the falafels or the chicken shawarma or whatever. You know? Yeah, like, the shit on the menu is, like, you know... Like, it was different names, you know, like, it it had, like, foreign names. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, I saw some black dude in there talking to the chick, and he spoke their language and shit. So, I'm like, yeah, yeah right on. definitely a Muslim joint. Right on. No complaints. They put, like, that strawberry, like, juice on the cheesecake, too, so that made it extra tasty. Oh, so Muslim cheesecake. Yeah. Like, uh, usually, like, the strawberry shit is in the cheesecake, which it was. But they put whipped cream on top and then, like, the weird strawberry jelly, like, jelly juice on there. Did you ask him when the when the Al-Qaeda sleeper cell meeting was happening? <laughs> that would have been an, a recipe to get spitting by food. <laughs> I love doing that. At, I love doing that at Seven Eleven. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> I I've done it before. I mean, uh, I think I did that the first time. I, I was uh, at the place in Marina Del Rey with David, and we, we ordered something. Got something at the Seven Eleven. Oh, we got the Seven Eleven back when they had. Uh, Back before their burritos had fuck, because you used to be able to get the regular burritos and their potato burritos, and but then all the regular burritos got damn jalapenos. So it's like, then it's like all all I wanted to order was the potato burritos because the other ones were too damn spicy. But they used to make them without the jalapenos, and it tasted good. Which when they put the jalapenos in it, that totally just fucked it up. Wait, jalapenos the only and what? Kind of burrito I could get was the, the potato burritos. 
Like what kind of burrito did they put the jalapenos in? What kind of burrito they put jalapenos in? I said what kind of burrito they put jalapenos in? I don't know, like they seven eleven has two different kind of burritos. Like one has potato is potato burrito, I guess that's the breakfast burrito. Just has potatoes on it. And then the regular burrito, which they put jalapenos on that one, so I like don't want to eat it anymore. Mm, so it's they- kinda spicy. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that burrito before. You've had what? I've had that burrito before when I was in California. Okay, you've had what before? You were you know, cutting out again. I had that burrito before in California. Oh, right on, right on. And then, uh... Yeah, my sister was, like, looking at me when I was, like, when we were, like, trying to check out and stuff and get my nephew some toys and shit. I was, like, where's Asian boots? And she's, like, Aaron, come on. Um, I was meaning it as short for Asian booty. But <laughs> I didn't feel like explaining because then she probably would have been even more exasperated with me. She probably would have went with you. Been more exasperated. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then, like, after that, I went to my mom and sister's house to uh, pick up some birthday presents that my mom had bought for me. Yeah, right on. Yeah, so she got me a couple shirts, some socks, which were nice, cushy, like, big socks, so I like those. And then uh, two long sleeve shirts, like, two long black sleeve shirts, uh, some soap, like, a couple bars of soap. She's just like, yeah, I just had, I ordered a bunch of soap, and it was bigger than I thought, so here. I was like, eh, all right. I'll just put that in the community shit. And then she ordered me uh, some Sean John, like a body wash, uh, cologne, and aftershave. But I told her not to give me the aftershave anymore because I'd never use it. Yeah, I'm a champ. If I cut myself, I just take it. I don't put no aftershave on. And then uh, after that, came back, then uh, almost passed out before the meeting, and then I went to a meeting, and then uh, just like uh, brought up like a gratitude, well, they brought up gratitude for one thing, but like not just gratitude, like being thankful for shit and listing it off. Like, how you show you're grateful for things, you know, in your life. 
And then, like, I brought up, like, uh, the importance of family and recovery. But it was a little depressing when people were like, <laughs> my family isn't supportive of me. But, you know, I know a lot of junkies, like, burn their family so bad that they won't help them in addiction. So I couldn't be too surprised, but it's like, damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> you fucked your family over so bad they won't fuck with you. Damn. You know, like, if, if you fucked your family over so bad that the ones that are into incest won't fuck with you, then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're in bad shape. Damn it! I'm sorry. You know, you you gave the best head, but damn it, when you when you got addicted, when you got addicted to smack, you just fucked me over too much. <laughs> yeah, I can't count on you for anal no more. It was so nice when I could pay you for some incest anal. Just so you could get that next hit. Yeah, that's scary. Nothing scarier than them father fuckers. This fucker finally pulled off. (laughs) Like, this motherfucker's been just sitting outside this, like, one chick's house for like hours and I'm surprised you never called the cops on him. Mm-hmm. You must have uh I don't know, did he have binoculars? <laughs> nah, he was like totally sketch. Like one of his lights was out. Like uh Whoa. like he had I like I was listening to the phone conversations just fucking Yeah, like uh yeah. he had like tinted windows, like all of his windows were tinted except like the front I think mm. yeah just real sketch and he's just sitting there just menacingly damn freaky yeah and the car was just running like so they're just sitting there with the car running the lights are on just sketch as fuck damn you're pretty freaky yeah, but at least it's not like one of our neighbors that sits out in their car and smokes crack or whatever. I guess car is a good place to smoke some crack. I don't know. Talk about hot boxing. Yeah, man. Smoking the crack, digging the tunes, you know, whatever. I'm a dupe. You're a dupe. She's a dupe. We're all dudes. But uh, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. I'm Kyle Chaos. So where are we starting now? Uh, we're starting with InfoWars because we didn't come close to finishing it the other day. Right in. Let me turn off the porch light. 
make it nice hope and we can sketchy. Hear, hear you through, let's hope we can hear you on the phone. Make it nice and sketchy for the delivery driver delivering my Taco Bell. Mm, right on. Yeah, you get, you get Taco Hell. Yeah, yeah. Keto Taco Hell. No, they're good. I remember them. They did some good shit. What's the thing? Run for the border? Damn, that, that slogan, like, uh, fits really good nowadays with the way that it would be, uh, lame racist news articles. True that. Ah, but let's see. Man, we had a lot of shit to say. We're fucking 52 minutes in. Yeah, no, this, this, this sucks, man. We, we really, uh, this episode is just, we didn't talk about any, like, we're going too much in these talking fucking sessions at the beginning of the show that it's like they're, they're, Hearing an episode that's just a total waste of time, except for the jokes we come up with. <laughs> like, you're trying to find out news shit, and you're not finding any news shit, because we're just too busy joking around and saying shit. Like, they're not learning anything from this show. Yeah, I'll start policing that. We'll, we'll get, like, ten minutes each to fucking talk. Right at, right at. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is a story that we left off on. Gavin Newsom is out of sight because he has Bell's palsy from his booster shot. From his what? Booster shot. Yeah, okay. Wow. See, why are you pushing this bullshit? You're you're doing this, you're pushing this bullshit, and you're finding out how bad the shit you're pushing is. Maybe, you know, if it gets bad enough, you'll, like, stop pushing this shit? Wouldn't that be nice? Or we'll die. Never have our freedom back, damn it. Please. Yeah. Or he'll die. Which, okay. If he dies, I probably would be celebrating and saying the Wicked Witch is dead at this point. Yeah, it's a rumor, though, but... Okay, well, then, if it's a rumor, then we, you know, we don't know. So that's... If all it is is a rumor, then we can't say nothing. So, like, shine everything I said. Yeah, but it's still weird that he's out of sight for a long time, though. No, but that happens with politicians. You know, like, every politician gets paranoid at some point in their career, and then they're, like, not seeing... And everybody's tripping out, why are you not being seen? You know, it's like every politician that's a megalomaniac or whatever, it gets paranoid at some point, and they're not seen, and everybody makes a big deal, and then eventually they come back, and all that talk is like nothing. 
So let's go to the next article. Alright. So where are we at? What are we doing now? Uh, FDA documents show Pfizer secretly added heart attack drug to children's COVID vaccines. Hmm. Okay. That's Gary. Yes, let's go into this. Ingredient added to children's vials stabilizes people who have suffered a heart attack. Damn. So for the children's Pfizer medicine, they have to put stuff that helps you if you have a heart attack to give to the kids. So if the adults are taking it, it adds something that could give you a heart attack. Scary. Okay, I don't think I want this shit. Oh, you don't want it for your kids. Especially, well, this is what's sad. Like, they had a thing, like, uh, they put on the nightly news last night, and the whole, the first bunch of minutes was all, like, propaganda about the shots. Like, the new booster shots are in, and the new shots for children five years old to 11. And the whole thing is pushing that bullshit. You know, plus they had a little segment of the, the lame people, like, going, uh, this is why, this is how you can, you know, do a 20, you know, talk for 20 minutes to convince uh, somebody to, that doesn't believe in the shot, to take the shot. You know, and just keep telling them, you know, it's like, keep telling them our lies over and over again. They'll believe our lie. You know, they won't believe it if you do the blame and shame thing. But if you just keep telling them our lies, they'll believe it. Just give them our information. Just tell them to trust the experts. And like, no, these are the experts that are fucking, you know, getting power that aren't elected, that are appointed by somebody in the government. And you're telling us we're supposed to believe you and then they're the ones shutting everything down and, and uh, pretty much taking our freedom away. And no, we, I'm not going to believe you, dudes. Like, you're not going to, you know, have this 20 minute conversation with me to get me to let you have a chance to kill me because uh, you're trying to, you know, push this shit on me, you know? Like, oh, don't you love your relatives enough to do it? Don't you, you know, is it life and health that important? No, not when you're giving us this little to live for. Fuck no. Yeah, that's true. But today, like, or last night, the nightly news was really pushing the propaganda heavy. You know, and then putting in the, 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 the football dude that uh, they're bagging on and shit, and they got him to apologize and shit. Oh, it's fucked up. What, the Aaron Rodgers dude? Yeah. 
That got him to apologize? Yeah. That was another thing that they were talking about when they were... Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos, sounding like Walter Cronkite. Good evening. This is the CBS Evening News. I'm trying to sound like a serious journalist, guys. I'm a serious journalist, goddammit. Oh no, we can't say that on the news. Now, now I'm starting to sound like Wilford Brimley. <laughs> and then our That's listeners... Nuts. And then our listeners are like, Okay... Well, it depends, and if they're if they're hearing us from Mexico, they can't understand what we're saying anyway, right? <laughs> I think we got listeners in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Well, none of you guys understand what we're saying anyway, so I don't know. You must just like to hear people babble. I don't know. Maybe it's like me watching the watching the uh, Asian chicks on TV getting turned on, hearing them talk all like sexy and shit. <laughs> I'm checking that. Let's see if they got Mexico on here. I'm not sure. I know we got Puerto Rico. Sure, we got it. If we got Puerto Rico, we got Mexico. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no Mexico. Damn. Damn! Nobody from nobody from the the country next door, was, you know, is listening to us. Okay. Yeah, we got. It's weird. We got Colombia. Hmm. I wonder who the hell is listening to like. Okay, so people from Colombia are listening to us, but nobody from from nobody from Mexico. That's funny. Yeah, Puerto Rico. Spain. Portugal. Well, I don't think they speak Spanish or Portugal, do they? No, they speak uh, Portuguese. Oh, yeah, Portuguese. Forgot about that. Same language they speak in Brazil. Yeah, we got Brazil. I know, or they speak Brazil. No, I thought they speak Portuguese, if I remember right. I thought. Yeah, Portuguese. I don't think Brazil has its own language. Yeah, they speak Portuguese in Brazil. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. 
But, uh, let's see. Welcome back to the Cow Chaos. Well, I already said that. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We're starting, we're starting whatever the next story is that we were. Are we in the middle of the story, or are we just about to start a story? Moving on to the next. Okay. So, yo, what are we doing? Uh... We ended the podcast talking about presidential candidate wants France to remain French. Oh, yeah, okay. We were just starting that one. Oh, yeah, no, we, that, that just sounds lame. Okay, yeah, so we're going to the next article. Now I remember. Because, yeah, that was like, it just sounds like another pushing racism, really. Belgian farmer captures African migrants suspected of burglarizing his home. Yeah, sounds like another why you should hate black people article, so not going to pay attention to that one either, real. COVID negative patients are overwhelming hospitals, especially as predicted with antibody dependent enhancement. What? Okay, yeah, let's go into the. Cause I'm, I'm already confused on what this headline is saying. So yeah, let's go into this. ERs are now swamped with seriously ill patients, but many don't even have COVID, reported Michigan Radio. Okay, like, why were all the people supposed to be in hospitals for COVID when there's all these other diseases happening, too? Like, what the hell? Like, what, there's people in the hospital and it's not for COVID? What the like, why are they what supposed to think that people with other diseases aren't supposed to be in the hospital? What the fuck? What you say? Yeah, exactly. What else? What does the article say? Natural news. The mainstream media is stumped about the hordes of sick and dying patients that are now swarming American hospitals. According to the talking heads, these people do not have the Wuhan coronavirus because many of them are fully vaccinated. Well, there's fully vaccinated people that have Wuhan coronavirus, so, like, what the... Like, if the talking heads are stumped by something, it's like they're just pushing their little bullshit narrative in the first place, and why do you want to believe them? (laughs) And it's like, okay, what's really going on here? So, yeah, what else does the article say? 
So the whole thing is a mystery, they claim. Like, what's a mystery? Like, there weren't people dying of a bunch of other diseases before coronavirus. Like, why is this such a fucking mystery? But okay, let's, what else did the article say? I mean, unless there's like so many people dying of all this shit because their 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 immune systems fucked up from getting the vaccine, which is one reason why I don't want to get the vaccine in the first place. Since the jabs are safe and effective, there is no explanation for the latest crisis. It must be a coincidence, right? ERs are now swamped with seriously ill patients, but many don't even have COVID, reported Michigan Radio. NPR... NPR also relayed the story, pretending as though there was no connection between this sudden spike in hospitalizations immediately following Joe Biden's jab mandates. Yeah. Now, of course, they wouldn't get that. But okay, now that a bunch of people have gotten the shot, now there's all these people dying of all these different diseases because they don't have an immune system. Exactly. NPR also relayed the story pretending as though there is no connection. Well, wait. As we reported, there are barely any hospital beds remaining as the completely jabbed flood their local ICUs. I always feel well it's hard to watch stated Tiffany Dusang the emergency room nursing director at Sparrow Hospital in Lansing Michigan I always feel very very bad when I walk down the hallway and see that people are in pain or needing to sleep or needing quiet, but they have to be in the hallway with, as you can see, 10 or 15 people walking by every minute. It's like that the one, I don't know, it's kind of like that the one day I went to, uh, I went to Kaiser's, like the last day they let people in before they wouldn't let people in because of coronavirus. And it was, 
like that. It's really freaky. Went there with the Susan. It was like a Friday night, and I'm like, actually, it was like the quietest place I'd ever been. So I like slept for pretty much the whole time I was there because I hadn't slept in so long. It's like, oh my god, I'm in a quiet place. I can sleep for a bunch of hours. And so I'm just like sleeping and sleeping and then bed. she comes, you know, she finally comes out after however huge of a wait we had to wait for her to get help and whatever she had. And it's like, okay. And then she wanted to come back the next Monday for some other reason. And then they, by that point, they wouldn't let us back in. They wouldn't let us in. Let you back in where? Uh, the Kaiser Hospital. Back when I was wasting time with that woman, it was a complete waste of time. Like for that, however long this summer, I was wasting time with her. What the first crazy chick you were working with? I know she was crazy. No, 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 no. This was the one that was ripping me off. Oh yeah. It wasn't really ripping me, you know, but just like getting me to be stupid and, and it was, it still felt like getting ripped off, even though I like knew it was like, she didn't take the money from me, but I still felt like it was a rip off. Felt, it felt similar to getting your shit robbed, but not quite as bad, but still felt like it. It felt gullible. No, it was definitely go. It was definitely stupid. That was the most painful stupidity I had that month because I'm on the streets. It's bad. The damn cab company won't give me a ride because of her, and because I was dumb enough to like let her do whatever bullshit she was trying to do. And then you know, like I'm all my money's fucking gone. I'm like pretty much, you know, taking taking what people are giving me to survive and it's like that was like September was a fucking hard month because I was because I spent that stupid because I spent so much money on her ah the high crime of stupidity yeah exactly the the full-on effects of the high crime of stupidity and thanks to meeting this dude chuck i didn't have to go through all the effects of the high, high crime of stupidity like meeting this dude chuck saved my life at that point really probably saved my life the whole point I was at time I was on the street for everything that I would have wanted to call a cab for that they wouldn't give me a ride for because of my stupidity with that chick
then ABC Australia reported that hospitals across the country are under the under pressure. The same media outlet is blaming the surge of the Delta variant threat. Yeah, okay. But it's really not from coronavirus. It's from these immunized people that are, you know, just like their immune system shot, so they're getting all this other shit. Australian hospitals are already overwhelmed and falling behind, even with the once-in-a-generation slowdown in patient numbers that came with COVID-19, the media outlet reported, citing a report from medical authorities. According to the report, the number of patients leaving the emergency departments within four hours dropped to 69%. It's worst level since 2012-2013. Okay, but the 2012-2013s, I guess a bunch of people were really sick then. But nobody reported anything on that, so why is this getting such huge reports then? Because it's COVID. Yeah, no, but this is what's... Like, everything that has anything to do with with this shit, whether it's the effects of the shot or the virus itself, is getting more media than anything that happened before this happened. Getting more media attention than anything that happened before this happened. Australian Premier Mark McGowan gave a press conference recently in which he pretended not to know why fully vaccinated Australians are getting sick and dying in record numbers. Yeah, now this seems like, again, when something like this is happening, when all these people are getting sick and dying because their immune system's fucked up because of the shot, then all of a sudden the media does, can't figure out why it's happening they're not reporting that it's, oh, it's because of the shot. They're never going to tell you it's because of the shot. Yeah, this has been something that no one has ever seen before, McGowan said. Why it is is hard to know, except that there is some evidence that it's some sort of delayed reaction to COVID. Wow, they're just lying. Okay, so they're saying it's because of coronavirus and not because of the shot. Yeah, I called it a few minutes ago. Are fucked up because of the shots. It's like they're the media is never going to tell you the truth, but they're going to tell you, "Oh, believe our lies and take the shot." You know. But there are a huge number of people coming through the doors, and we're doing everything we can to try and manage it. He added, in particular in the budget, we allocated another $1.9 billion for additional staff, doctors, nurses, and the like.
McGowan further revealed that an additional $3.1 billion was allocated for new capital works because redistributing taxpayer money to get projects to pet projects is the government's way of curing mystery diseases. Sweden, which rejected most of the pandemic tyranny but still brought in the Operation Warp Speed jabs, is likewise seeing a record month in hospitalizations. It will be interesting to look at what this is about, said Johan Bjork, the head of an emergency room in John Copping, that is being overwhelmed with sick patients. Research will certainly be done on this. So if it's not COVID and it seems to be an outbreak, what else has changed in, oh, say, the last 12 months, asked one commenter at Information Liberation. Uh, the vaccine, that's been 11 months? Heck, I'll give you a guess. It is usually plastic with a very sharp point and a chemical inside. Yes, exactly. The latest news about the mounting death toll from Chinese virus injections can be found at genocide.news. That's the end of the article. Yeah, I don't think they could call it genocide because this would be... Because genocide would mean that one group of people is being targeted. This is like the whole world being targeted at one time. So, what do you call that? I guess it's got to be genocide even still, but not just a race. So, menocide? It wouldn't be genocide. Genocide means a race. Well, humicide? I'd say it'd be like... uh, Global homicide? Death by doctors? Biden administration Surgeon General attacks Matthew McConaughey for not vaccinating his kids. Okay, let's go into this one. You know, he used to go to left medical marijuana uh, 
conventions and shit, if I remember right. A lot of the, you know, some rallies we used to have. I think the later ones, I think I remember seeing it, like, ones that were, like, 2014, 2015. They have, like, a bunch of chicks around <laughs> Him and a bunch of fucking women, like a bunch of women, just like hanging it, hanging off of him. Many kids have died. Surgeon General Vivek Murphy fear mongered. What? <sighs> Many kids have died. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, fear monger. Okay, yeah. What does that have to do with Matthew McConaughey? President Biden's U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy lectured popular actor and potential Texas gubernatorial candidate. Matthew McConaughey during a segment with CNN on Tuesday. Oh, well. I hope you talked back to him. After the vaccinated film star revealed he wants more information before deciding whether or not to vaccinate his three children. The establishment felt the need to counter his statement. Of course they're going to. They're going to like say the same lies they always say. Speaking with CNN's Aaron Burnett, Murphy said he would like to tell the actor, look, you and I are both parents. We know there is nothing more important than the safety of our children. And so if you are a parent out there and you have got questions, that's okay to have questions. You know, you should ask your questions. You should get them answered. Yeah, that's what they say. But then they say, the answers are a lie. You know, and then they just say the same lies again. Well, that's the answer. You should just believe it. Come on, guy. Just roll up your sleeve. Roll up your kid's Say sleeve. Say, come on, guy. Just roll up your kid's sleeve. Yeah, I don't think so. The benefits outweigh the risks. Fucking going for your neck and choking real tight. <laughs> just, just let me grab your neck and squeeze as hard as I can. Yeah, just I'm not going to roll up my, net, my, my sleeves. I'm going to grab your neck and squeeze it until the finally stops. The Surgeon General continued, What I would encourage parents to recognize is, Number one, COVID is not harmless in our children. Many kids have died. Sadly, hundreds of children's thousands have been hospitalized. And as a dad of a child who has been hospitalized several years ago for another illness, 
I would never wish upon any parent they have a child that ends up in the hospital. And the vaccines have shown in these trials for children 5 through 11, they're more at 90% effective, and they're remarkably safe as well. The kind of side effects they saw were sore arm, fatigue, headache. He's leaving out the heart inflammation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, it's just the same lies over and over again. According to the CDC, 94 children aged 5 through 11 died of COVID from the start of the pandemic, January 1st, 2020 to October 16th, 2021. Another graph, well, an average flu season, 112 kids aged 5 to 17 died in America. How many kids? 112. Okay. So it's just as bad as the flu. Big fucking test, okay? I keep debating that with my fucking niece and sister. Maybe 10 more people, 10, okay, okay. Twenty-five more people died of, of the flu than of, of kids died of the flu than coronavirus. Eighteen. Now be twenty. Okay, so ninety-four. They said ninety-four died of coronavirus, right? Yeah. Okay, One hundred and twelve so, from the flu. What? 112 from the flu. Oh, 12. Okay, that's where I screwed up. Okay. You know, I did my math wrong. Yeah, you're right, 18. Yeah, second math. I'm not far behind you or in front of you. Yeah, but you've taken it recently. True. All I know is two plus two is five. <laughs> wow. Good one. Oh, yeah. Another graph from the CDC shows child COVID hospitalizations are less common than child flu hospitalizations in an average year. Let's see if I can find these stats.
send that to my family. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting tired. You want to start with uh, Google tomorrow? Yeah, I think we're done with this. So, yeah. So, uh... Unless there's something Whoa. juicy to go off. So we of. ended the show with the government's propaganda that they're telling Matthew McConaughey and trying to get him to believe. You there? Yeah. All right. So yeah, we're we're just. You know, this is the crap the government's telling us. Don't believe it, Matthew McConaughey. Don't believe it, public. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, there ain't nothing more really interesting they got. Right on. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Alright, we want to do the outro. Well, tune in next time when we'll talk more about how we're being screwed with and how we're we're stopping ourselves from being screwed with. I'd I'd say today's show was pretty much all about how we're being screwed with today. I don't think there was any stories about us uh, stopping ourselves from being screwed with at all today. If I remember right. Oh, yeah. What should we name this segment after? Okay, what did we cover in this one? COVID negative patients are overwhelming hospitals. You probably, unless there's some other more important thing we covered. uh, What else do we cover in this segment? Belgian farmer captures African migrants suspected of burglarizing his home. No, that wasn't major. And I think all the rest of them were like, why you should hate a certain ethnicity in this in this magazine, if I remember right. So, yeah, let's just do it after the uh, people dying because their immune system is shot uh, because of the vaccine. Or people getting sick and dying in overwhelming hospitals because their immune system is shot from getting the vaccine. I don't know. I don't know. How do you think we should word it? Uh, COVID-19 vaccine causing mass hospitalization. Right in. All right. Because people's, I'd say, you'd have to say because people's immune systems are shot. Well, people's patients' immune systems aren't working because of COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah. Okay. All right, get out of here, you dirty hippies. Actually, I'm a pretty clean hippie today. I took a shower. (laughs) I'm a really clean hippie today. Kyle's a clean hippie. The rest of you are dirty hippies. I don't know. Some of you might be dirty. Some of you might be clean. Some of you might be hippies. Some of you might be crusty punks and freaks. Or, or, you know, crusty punks or, you know, whatever. Who knows? 
Alright, I'll catch right. you later, bud. Okay, talk to you then. Alright, peace.